I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. I'm Aaron McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. The score will live on for a while now. 62-39, the final score of last year's Michigan-Ohio State game, represented another lopsided loss for the Wolverines. The Wolverines had the number one ranked uh, defense statistically heading into the game, and by the end of it, Ohio State had 567 yards of offense. Dwayne Hoskins and Paris Campbell had both had big games. Don Brown called it good game planning on Ohio State's part, and Michigan players are embarrassed. A year later, the 13th-ranked Wolverines had the fifth-ranked defense in the country and are riding a four-game winning streak. There's an air of confidence not seen in Ann Arbor all season long. Will it be enough? That's unclear, but players still remember last year's score, and it's fueling them for the game on Saturday. Khalid Hudson had this to say on Tuesday. We know the things that we did, the things that we messed up on, and what we need to do this year to fix the problems. The score last year is what it is. You can't do nothing to change it. All you can do is focus on this year's game. They're 800 strong, and they keep the 110,000 fans at Michigan Stadium happy and safe. They're the big house ushers, and some of them have been on the job for more than 50 years. They're essentially volunteers given a small stipend for what's considered well below minimum wage. But they keep coming back because they love Michigan football and interacting with fans, many of whom are season ticket holders who get to know the ushers in their sections. The ushers at Michigan football home games know the locations of bathrooms, concessions, and cell phone charging stations. They address complaints, often dealing with fans who tailgated a bit too hard. Ushers are best known for helping people find their seats, but they do a lot more than that. Michigan might be more than a touchdown underdog against number one Ohio State on Saturday, but there might be a key factor going in the Wolverines' favor. Quarterback Shea Patterson enters the matchup with a 13-0 record at Michigan Stadium, and he could make it 14-0 with an upset over the Buckeyes. After a slow start, Patterson is playing his best football of the season. He has thrown for 750 yards and nine touchdowns over the past two games. And 12 of his 21 touchdown passes have come during the team's four-game win streak. For a kid who grew up attending Michigan games with his father when they lived in Toledo, he has already lived the dream. The dream can become a little bit more memorable on Saturday, though. We've been through some stuff this year, Pedersen told reporters Tuesday night. I can't sit here and tell you how it's going to play out on Saturday, but I can tell you we are going to give it everything we've got, unquote. Greg Madison was one of two Michigan coaches to leave for Ohio State in January. The longtime Michigan assistant of 13 years joined Al Washington in walking out the door over the winter of Schembechler Hall, much to the surprise of the fan base and players. Aiden Hutchinson later said he was openly betrayed by it. A Michigan assistant coach Chris Partridge was bothered by it as well. On Saturday, Madison, now the co-defensive coordinator of Ohio State, and Washington, who coaches the linebackers, will lead their respective units out on the field against their former employer. On Tuesday, Ohio State head coach Ryan Day, who had previous ties to both, reiterated his previous statement that he didn't hire them as a shot at Michigan. He just wanted both of them on the staff. Uh, will they make a difference in the game plan for Saturday? That remains unclear. Dave was asked a question about it on Tuesday and shrugging his shoulders, he responded, eh, not much. They're a different team. There's a couple things here and there, but for the most part, you just watch the film and figure out what your guys can do. The Michigan men's basketball team is appearing in the best November tournament in college basketball. The battle for Atlantis, held at a converted ballroom in the Bahamas, does not always hold that distinction, but it does this year. The eight-team field includes four teams ranked in the top 13 of the AP poll. Michigan is not among those ranked squads, but hopes to be by next week. The Wolverines have an opportunity to prove themselves 1,200 miles from home. You've got to earn people's respect, said junior forward Isaiah Livers. They don't think you're good. You go show them that you're good. It's Thanksgiving week, and Michigan heads to the Bahamas hungry. This is ACAST Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. 
What's going on, everybody? This is Chops from the Load Management Podcast, the premier podcast for all sports content that brings you stories deeper than just the box scores. And when you listen to us, you're going to hear conversations you can't get anywhere else when we have guests on like Alan Iverson, Christian Yelich, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Brown, and Deontay Wilder talking about sports through a complex sports lens. Yes, every single Tuesday, new episodes of the Load Management Podcast, hot takes, deep dives, and stories from your favorite athletes that you've never heard before. This is the premier podcast for your listening pleasure. Load Management, every Tuesday, new episode. Check us out. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.